Hello everyone and welcome to the 75th episode of the Compliance Update podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliances updates as well as alerts that you may have missed during this week. Let us look at some of the key developments in the past week. In our first segment, we will be covering market related updates. Our very first update for the day is Security and Exchange Board of India, commonly known as SEBI, on Thursday barred profit sharing and its proprietor Pure Sambhakar from the securities market for at least 6 months and directed them to refund money collected from investors through unauthorized investment advisory services. The regulator found out that the profit sharing and the sambhakar were engaged in the business of providing investment advice to their clients for considering and thus acting as investment advisors next the microsoft president and vice chair brad smith on thursday said that technology can help in solving some of india's biggest challenges like climate change and food security smith who is in india this week said the country can take a giant leap via world class innovations that can help solve some global issues next Several Japanese companies are relocating their manufacturing bases to Vietnam and the countries of the South Asian region. As China is facing the impact of COVID-19 related lockdowns on its economy and the escalating tension between Beijing and Washington over Taiwan Straits, a large number of Japanese companies including chip makers have begun moving out of China. Prabodha's Leather has buy a call on Realtel Corporation of India with a target price of rupees 125. The current market price of Realtel Corporation of India is rupees 101.2. Realtel Corporation of India Limited incorporated in year 2000 is a small cap company having a market capital of rupees 3244.69 crore operating in telecommunication sector. Next If I were in government I would have cracked the whip education loans are an investment in the younger generation for the future banks need to increase lending to students as education loans are investment to build the future of india former finance minister p chidambaram wrote on twitter next india's external debt of 620.7 billion dollars as at end of march 2022 is sustainable and is being managed in a prudent manner the department of economic affairs under the union finance ministry said union finance minister nirmala sitaraman has said that the indian economy will clock a double digit growth this fiscal adding that the nation is on a strong wicket when compared to others and is responsive in terms of extending hand holding to the required nations We have zero percent chances of slipping into recession. I hope for double-digit growth. We will work for it. So, if you are not on a verge of recession, it gives me confidence that you are constantly responsive in terms of section, which needs hand-holding. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said. Next, India Stock Exchanges (BSE) and NSE on Monday announced that they have taken steps to standardize the input of the critical data about compliance by listed entities. That said, listed firms are required to submit periodical compliance filings to stock exchange within the prescribed timeline given by market regulator SEBI. Next, the government and the Reserve Bank of India, commonly known as RBI, will together extend necessary stimulus to maintain economic growth momentum 
even as the center strives to maintain fiscal rectitude finance minister nirmala sitaraman said on monday suspicious trading activity before so called block deals in which a large number of shares change hands in a pre negotiated transaction has now become a part of securities and exchange board of india pro the security and exchange board of india has directed all entities that don't fall under the definition of companies to submit information regarding unclaimed non convertible securities the move will help identify that amount that needs to be transferred to investor education and protection fund next the sebi is considering a proposal to allow private equity funds to own asset management companies the economic times reported on september 8 Moving on to some banking sector updates. Given the uncertainties surrounding the global financial capital, domestic banks should raise more capital in order to prepare for the worst-case scenarios. Reserve Bank of India Governor Shikanta Das said on Friday. Das also underscored the needs for banks to raise more capital to fund the demands for loans, which is growing at a healthy clip. Despite being a seasonally weak period, August payments data from the Reserve Bank of India set new records. Pointed to a strong revival in consumption, the unified payment interface, which is known as UPI platform, processed transactions worth more than 10.73 lakh crore in August, up to 68% from the years earlier. Outstanding credit card loans continued their rise towards rupees 2 lakh crores they are currently at rupees 1.62 lakh crore pointing to a bumper festival period RBI and Finance Ministry of India are looking at hiking bonus payouts to the top management of public sector banks this higher bonuses will also entails targets for loan recoveries non performing assets etc next the central government has released rupees 7183.42 crore as a revenue deficit grant to 14 states including Andhra Pradesh, Kerala, Assam, Rajasthan and West Bengal the finance ministry said in a statement on Tuesday Reserve Bank and the finance ministry on Wednesday asked top management of banks and the representatives of trade bodies to push exports and imports transaction in rupee it was stressed during a meeting that banks should connect with their foreign counterparts for opening special rupee vastro accounts to facilitate cross border transaction in indian currency rather than popular mode dollar sources said next up is taxation related updates the center's direct tax collection as on august 30 stood at rupees 4.8 trillion which is 33% more than rupees 3.6 trillion collected in the same period last year nitin gupta chairman of central board of direct tax cbdt told to a source gupta said if the trend continued direct tax collection for financial year 23 could exceed the budget target of rupees 14.20 trillion next prosecution in the case of goods and services tax commonly known as gst related violations will not be initiated against all the directors of a public limited company but against persons involved in day to day operations or those believed to have active involvement in the elite offense central board of indirect taxes and custom cbic has said
Next, the CBIC has decided to implement system-generated centralized examination orders in a phased manner in the case of risk-based selection for examination after assessment from the 5th of September 2022. Amid increased scrutiny of fantasy gaming and online gaming apps, the Central Board of Direct Taxes has unearthed that participants in the activities of an Indian gaming company have won Rs 58,000 crore over the past three years. Next, the Income Tax Department on Wednesday carried out trades across the countries as a part of nationwide tax invasion probe against registered unrecognized political parties and allegedly bogus donations received by them, people familiar with the development said. Next, the central government has granted income tax exemption to Central Registry of Scrutinization, Asset Reconstruction and Security Interest of India, a body set up to record security interest of lenders on asset. Lastly, let us look into some of the government sector updates. The Allahabad High Court has held that the goods lying in the godown cannot be seized by invoking Section 129 of the CGST Act. The power of seizure can be exercised only in the case of goods in transit and not for the goods lying in godown. Next, a clutch of high-stakes economic matters are likely to be decided by the Supreme Court soon. As the 49th Chief Justice of India, UU Lalit, who has a short tenure of just 74 days, intend to strive hard to dispose of cases that have been pending for over a decade. The last update for the day is... Madras High Court has squashed the reassessment proceeding and held that an audit objection does not satisfy the requirement of the assessing officer having an independent reason to believe that income has escaped assessment that too after the elapse of nearly six years. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening in with us. If you like today's episode, Please subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Also, feel free to write in to us with your comments and suggestions to editorial at the rate We hope you have a lovely weekend ahead.